It's another episode of the Pay It Forward podcast brought to you by Glenwood State Bank, just featuring all of the amazing heartfelt stories that we have going on in our community. And this one is very special, not just to me, but also to Miss Amy Fox, who is on Afternoons here at Kick FM, and we are bringing in her friend, doing something very special on Sunday, April 23rd, and we are talking to a daughter of a cancer survivor, Amy I'm excited to have you on this Pay It Forward Friday podcast. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. Yeah, Nicole and I, oh my gosh, how long have we known each other? Is, oh, it, gosh. is it close to 30? No, it's probably 20. It's 25. 25? It's a lifetime. Yeah, guys. we've known. 25. You, and Matt, you and Matt were not, you know. We were, you were dating, dating and no the, one knew. <laughs> yeah, you were dating and nobody knew. Yeah, yeah. and we're going on like 23 years together. So, and now so, they yeah. know. Now they're yes. out, Nicole. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Three beautiful yeah. kids. Thank, third, oh, goodness. Yeah. Thank oh, goodness. my gosh. She babysat my babies. Like, oh, And wow. then I went on vacation with her and her mom. And her mom has come on Vegas trips with us and, like, all this stuff. So I've known Nicole forever. Wow. And Lori. Yeah. And this whole thing is really for Lori and Nicole's mom, yeah. uh, Lori Quistorf, who tons of people in the area I know know. And the reason I know that is because this benefit that's coming up on Sunday is just exploding and Nicole's planning the whole thing. Ooh, it's it getting crazy. It'll be it at the is. Little Sock Legion. Okay. And it's going to be a 4 p.m. Um, pancake dinner, which I love. Brinner. I That's like breakfast for dinner. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So what's all, um, let's just go back um, to what happened with your mom, Nicole. Sure. So in February of 2020, um, she was diagnosed with, brain cancer we knew it was brain cancer we didn't know however the part of that was she got diagnosed three weeks before her retirement she was scheduled to retire on uh, february 28th which was her 66th birthday and officially february 7th or yeah february 7th was when we found out that she had brain cancer now we didn't know what kind we didn't know um, but her doctor said, you're going to the Mayo. She's like, don't even. And she told, we had got the results and she had said, they said, her doctor said, do not Google it. Do not Google what, oh, it's what the worst. we found out. It's the worst. Well, she said, she says to this day, she did not Google it. Well, my brother and I Googled it. Oh my God. And so. WebMD. Well, you, yes, absolutely. Well, I didn't know what kind or whatever. However, um, so we had got, so we got in to the Mayo 10 days later. And um, we did tests. We were down there for two days. We did tests. Long story, they did a. They uh, said, "Yep, we're gonna do a bri- uh, brain biopsy. We do not treat anything unless we know." And we knew that it was where the cancer was was inoperable. So there was oh, no, there was no going in to do the brain. You know, right to get rid of it. So we had, we knew there was going to be treatment. We knew, but we didn't know what it was going to happen. So then. Um, with they're like, well, we're gonna do a brain biopsy in two days. We're like, what? Like, it, like it happened so fast, quick, man. Yeah. And so, um, we had it, and we found out. Then four days later, the, the official diagnosis. So we found out February twenty sixth, the official diagnosis. She had what's called CNS lymphoma, which is central nervous system lymphoma, and what that is, where her cancer was. So the smack. Yeah, in the middle of your brain is the thalamus, and it controls your sensory and your motor skills. And so we knew that she had it, but it was a lymphoma. Um, originally, that was not the diagnosis that they thought. So 
we were actually happy that it was that diagnosis. Wow. So then to kind of go back a little bit. So we had asked the Mayo like, hey, mom's retiring on Friday officially, which and then which was February 28th. February 29th, there's 18 of us going to Hawaii for retirement, which we had planned <laughs> oh, no. six years prior. Right. Oh, my, my mom gosh. had said, when we're when you're retiring, we are going, because normally we go on trips every year yeah. um, together. And like I said, we I always used to, I had my girlfriends and she had her girlfriends this and this huge. and that. This is huge. It's retirement, right. baby, live it up. And this time it was, and we it was always adult trips. We always went on adult trips, no kids. Well, this time it was, you bring your kids, you bring everybody, we're going. She planned for it. We all planned for it. So that was the big question. Do oh, we go or do we not go? Right? Yeah. So talking with the doctors at the Mayo, they're like, you, it's up to you if you guys want to go. You know, I will be honest, the conversations during that time, just a blur because you don't really know what's going on. You don't know. Like, like you, you have this news right? and in, right. Like when you think cancer's bad, right. No matter what you got hundred percent, but now throw in brain cancer. Right. right? So people inoperable, it's, that's inoperable. You don't know. And that's what you know. So when we got the diagnosis, they said, you know what, <clears throat> kind of to put it lightly, if you're going to have one, have this kind. You know, because have a lymphoma. Okay. Okay. So, because because lymphomas are treatable if they're caught early enough. So, we have a discussion as a family. I, like I said, is my mo- mom and my brother, and we're like, should we or should we not go? And of course, she's like, we're going. We're doing this. We're doing thing. it, right? We're doing it. Well, of course you are. Of course you are, because you don't know the unknown. You don't. This might be her last trip. This might be. Right. You know, you, you just don't know. So you got to make that decision. Wow. And we had wow. three days to make that decision because yeah. we found out on February 26th, uh, February 29th, 18 of us are leaving. <laughs> Good we're going so, to Hawaii. And we're, we're going for two weeks, right? We're going for two weeks. It's you're going trip. to Hawaii. Yeah. You're going to Hawaii. You, you go for two weeks. You know, it's her retirement. So we go and she went from basically walking to not walking, to we had to buy a wheelchair while we were out there because it went so fast. So the tumor grew so fast. Oh, my god! Which not knowing. And then the Mayo had gave us some steroids to put on hoping to contain because she got headaches. So they thought they would they would take that away. Right. You know, so long story short, we end up and then the one thing two days before we're supposed to come back, we end up in the Maui ER. She has a blood clot. She got a blood clot. So we end up going in. They put in a IVF filter. We go back because we're thinking, oh, my gosh, like, how are we going to get her home if we are? We're in Hawaii. You know, you're going to take a boat. We're going to say, you know what I mean? If she can't fly because she's got this blood clot. We're leaving it. We we left on March 13th. And then, like, technically the 14th, we get back because it was, you know, the night flight. And... I just kept saying, please just get us to the mainland. Because if we have to get it, because we, we our connecting was in California. And I said, if we if we can get her to California, if we have to right. drive her, we'll drive her home. You know, we'll figure it out. Yep. But we need to get to the mainland. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because right. like I said, it went so fast. that It, it just went so fast. Because our appointment was March 16th, 2020. 
Now, do we remember uh-huh. what March 16th, 2020 yes. was? Uh-huh. The day the, the world The day ended. the world <laughs> shut down. Shut down. Two weeks to stop so, the spread. I remember two that. Two weeks to stop the spread. You're absolutely right. Oh, so, my gosh. We were scheduled at the Mayo then for two days. They do it. They do put her through a gamut of tests. Like they, they test out everything. They test the heart, the kidneys, the lungs, you name it. They test it out to make sure that because we know that there's what they know what the treatment's going to be for, for her type of cancer. Um, but they run through the test to make sure that everything can handle it. Right. So we did. Which is and, good. And, right. And then they put her through a PET scan again. And then they put her through an MRI of the brain again. So we get that, and so you end on the second day with the doctor, and the doctor said, you are starting chemo tonight. And we kind of looked like, we are not planned. We just planned for the two days, you know, this or that. Yeah, and, we'll get and to they're, do the test, get and the results. And we kind of just looked at each other like, okay. And here, the tumor itself, the reason that she had gone down, it had quadrupled in size. Oh my god! Oh my god! So it, it was a super fast growing. They didn't. They honestly didn't think it was going to grow that fast, but it did. And so from the original, the original scan, which was February seventh, um, and then the second scan was March sixteenth. It had quadrupled in size. Oh my goodness! And so what happened was, is that the tumor grew so fast in that time. Hence why she went. She literally went from in, when the original diagnosis, she was driving. So, I mean, she was driving. She drove one more week. She stopped because the sensories were off. And then that's the last time she ever drove a car. And then uh-huh. literally she went from, like I said, the the downgrade of, you know, to not walking. Um, but, yeah, so they they like, you're not going home. Is it okay if we push you in? We said, we were like, absolutely. Yeah. So I got to stay with her that first week because um, at that point in time, they allowed one visitor, you know, because oh, COVID hit. Oh my gosh, I'm shocked that they even. Well, for dire situations like that, I think they allowed yep. family members. Yeah. And even everybody was trying to wrap their heads around right. that. It was know? different right. every day. Every day. I mean, every, every day, day the information and the yep. things were changing. How did that make you feel, yep. Nicole? Knowing that like only one of you out of this whole family could like be and sit there with your mom when she was going through all this. Yeah, mixed emotions about it you know really because i i just think i know my mom was strong enough to handle it if need be but when you are in those situations and you you need your loved ones of course yeah. you do which which comes to the next place so by so by sunday that following sunday so she had been in there is now no visitors you are not allowed <sighs> any visitors so i was fortunate enough to be with her for the first four days of her treatment, you know, to kind of go through, talk with the doctors. Like I said, the mail was wonderful and um, they're, they're very communicative, you know, and like I said, you're, you're scared. Like you are scared and it's the unknown, you know, we all get scared of the unknown. And so then when they said, okay, sorry, Sunday's the last day that you can stay in because she's still in the hospital at this time. Right. Um, she got her first dose of chemo and they don't know it because the first one, you don't know how to regulate it. So they gave her a big dose, you know, what they thought was going to be okay. And you have a certain um, number that you have to hit right. to get discharged. And so her particular number, um, the meth- it shows, so she got the, her first big dose was methotrexate. And it, you, when you got done, you had to, you know, you get the test, you had to get to a point one 
for them to discharge you. And so that was the goal. Well, the first time that we had done it, she, she was in for the nine days straight. So she was in from that Tuesday to whatever. in nine, And then she got to come home. But on day 14, she had to come back. It's because because her treatment was every two weeks. Right. So then they adjusted it enough. So then she would so she would hit that magic number Mm -hmm. every five to six days. Five day either day five or day six. So we would have to go down. We we drop go go to the mail. Um, on a Thursday, we either we knew we were picking her up either, uh, Monday or Tuesday. That's exhausting. Oh, and it 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 was every two weeks for four months, for four months. Exhausting. Yeah. Oh my God! For everyone, and, oh yeah, yes. yes, poor Lori. And so, the big thing though, with this whole thing was so, like I said, no visitors, right? So, they gave us the option at the time, but of course, COVID. You sit with COVID, and they said, you know what would really help her would be an the advanced therapy. So you get an hour of speech, an hour of, um physical therapy and then you get an hour of occupational therapy but she'd have to stay she, she'd stay so they kind of put her like in a, a facility okay type thing guess what no visitors so we had to decide do you put her in this you know and and we did home care in between we did we did the therapy and stuff but obviously you know it's the more aggressive because they said the sooner it gets back but no visitors so she wouldn't have seen anybody for four months and she she chose not she's like i need my family you know i need she needs people she loves people for anyone she loves people she loves taking care of people and she just loves that interaction you know and she doesn't want to be the one that have to be taken care of that's never been she was a nurse too 42 years so that's prefacing everything too mm-hmm. she's the yeah. one she's the caretaker and is probably frustrated and yeah that's, yeah. that's what i know yeah. nurses they have the biggest hearts yep and they take care of everybody else don't first wanna, yep don't, and don't be the fuss you know yep. she don't want to be the fuss you know and that must have been frustrating for her to be like all these people are now waiting on me even though what is happening to her is absolutely so serious and now to try to take away her family i can only right. imagine how devastating right that had to feel right of all the time, like I said, 2020 was terrible for everybody, yeah. but it was like ours was highlight. And and that was the biggest thing was the no visitors. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we know, you know, it, everybody's got their opinions on, on the COVID and this and that, but it's different in that situation, you know, and, and I, you hear all the stories you hear, you know, what, like I said, the family members, only certain family members can come in at this time. And it's like, uh, come on, you know, it, 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 you just had to, you know, you, you, you grit your teeth and you, you you did what you had to do. Yeah. But looking back on things like even, like I said, certain situations, people, people need people. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you need your family and when you're going through this and it's so scary. And it's like to, to take that away. Yeah. To be able to have any visitors. Well, to isolate or, somebody when they're already sick and battling something. Yes. And they, you know, cancer survivors, everyone that I know of, it's it's a me- it's more of like a mental fight. Yeah, you're physically going through hell. Right. But mentally, if you all of a sudden start to take that away, too, if you take away somebody's hope or will Correct. to live mm-hmm. and to what do I have to look forward to, then yes. what's, what's, what's the, point? the point? What's yeah. the point? And that's just it. And so, like I said, we decided to, you know, to do that, like I said, for the four months. And so, and that's wow. what we did. 
Wow. So, um, like I said, she, she had therapy and she did really well. Like I said, we talked about that steroid a little bit earlier. She, but she had really good strength in, on that steroid, but that's something they wouldn't let her stay on. It's not something that they want you to stay on. And so they had to wean her off that. And you could tell when she started weaning it off that her strength would go down. So oh. she had to work extra. Well, we found out. And so her, if she did not have, so in, in July, because that was her, her end of, so um, so the four months, so when we first started, her her treatments of every two weeks would end in July. And she we found out that she was a good candidate for a stem cell transplant. Oh, wow. Okay. And so yeah. we, she, they said, yes, as far as, as far as, like I said, she was 66 years at that time. Um, they, the male said, she's basically like a teenager having a stem cell transplant. Oh, that's kind of so, comforting. Right. <laughs> kind yeah. of flattering. So, so they are, <laughs> wow. um, but because of her, her disability because of her mobility because right. one of the things that they really look at they said that if people that are successful they really need to walk they need to move they need to they need to do that stuff well she couldn't do so they were debating on whether to let her do it yeah um but they said sure they said they let's said let's let's do it wow. so um then she got to stop the chemo treatments so okay. she got to stop cold turkey basically on the chemo treatments and um, August 9th, I believe it was, of 2020, was the first day we were down the Mayo. I stayed with her the entire time. Um, it was supposed to be like eight weeks. Um, again, still COVID, no visitors. But I'm a, you're allowed when you're doing the, the transplant. Well, she couldn't go to stuff by herself. Right. She, couldn't, she couldn't do any of that stuff. So um, You basically to, became her caregiver then. I became, I did say, yes. Yes, absolutely. Became her caregiver. Um, like I said, and she rocked the stem cell transplant. Oh, she, um, I, like I said, I, we were doing therapy prior, you know, the home care therapy or whatever. And I kind of just told them, I said, Hey, we're going to this. What's what did they do? Well, they gave us bed exercises. So we did bed exercises every day that, so, so she's doing the movement. Yep. She couldn't walk. She couldn't, you know, necessarily walk. But she was doing the movement and this and that. And she actually, um, like I said, we were planning for eight weeks. She got out in five and a half. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She did awesome. Um, you know, we got mad. You're, you're tired. She's, you're tired. I mean, you're tired. And we came back and, and she just gradually, um, but they couldn't believe it. Even the male said that because she didn't get, usually they said, People get hospitalized during that time. So you have to stay within 20 minutes of the mail in case something happens. Well, we stayed at the um, transplant house at um, that Roger, they have at the mail. Um, it's for anybody that has a transplant. You can stay there. Oh, um, praise God for those resources. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's too financially. Yeah. Because you, you do pay out of pocket. But like that particular, like it's it's reduced Every day, I think it was like $30 a day. Like you pay a cleaning fee in the beginning. Like, I think it's like $70. It's it's peanuts. Like you think about it, you're staying for a hotel. Right. And this and that. Right. And and you know, and, and it's handicap accessible for what we need because she's in a wheelchair, you know, this or that. But the resources are there. Even they could do the blood work there. That's wow. awesome. You know? Wow. And so it was nice, but... It, I'm thankful also that it was August and September that we were there. So like I'd walk her, I'd, I'd push her in the wheelchair. So she was outside. I yeah. mean, she loved it. If it was middle of winter, 
a yeah. different ball of wax. But it was, I mean, it was, it was a good time. It was a good bonding for us. Like I said, quiet time. Um, for just to her to recover, you know, it's yeah. just, it's just, just to be able to do it. And, and they couldn't believe it. Like I said, they said 20%, only 20% don't become hospitalized and they couldn't believe it. Like, yeah. I mean, four awesome. out of five people. Yep. Get, get hospitalized. Correct. And she was not one of them. What a, yep. what a yep. and woman. We, and, and we broke out, you know, two and a half weeks early than <laughs> yeah, what they normally do. So, so when was wow. she declared so, cancer free? Um, Technically, on her scan in July, so after the four months, mm-hmm. they could they that was the official day. So I believe it was like July 9th. She was officially considered cancer free. Wow! But we're so talking about this tears. fundraiser. We're back right. to that. And right. what has to happen to Lori's house now with you know how she's getting around and stuff. So that's just so yeah. So we have to do remodeling. So we have to do and we've updated. We started. Obviously, right. I'm fortunate enough. My husband is very handy. Yeah. Thank goodness. Um, we live because oh. uh, Brent and I live in Sartell. That's where we live. And my mom had the cabin at, you know, which is her house, year round home, but on um, in Sock Center. And so not only do we do one, we have to do both. And in Sartell, we live in a split house. So my yeah. husband had to build a ramp. I mean, like, oh, it, like oh recently, because you yep. went from, she was walking. To not, and it was like we have to figure something out because we have steps up and down, and it, those are those are like impossible, yeah. right? Yep, right. And he did it, but wow. it, it's a makeshift. Yeah. I mean, it's a makeshift, and and now we're looking three years out. We're looking three years out, and and we're growing out of certain things that we need. So like we we've done we've done some things like we just couldn't wait anymore, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff, and and um, we put in a roll-in shower at her yes. place. Oh we don't my have. Gosh. Yes. It's, we, I mean, it is, I said there, there's certain things that were like, oh my gosh, I wish we would have done this, you know? And, and there's things that you don't even think of. Even like last summer, we put in um, a cement pad because you have the, where we're at, we didn't have and it's sloppy and this and that. And we had issues with the wheel. So like the spring, she can't go get there. Like in the driveway? Yes. So yeah. we, had to, we had to pour a cement slab so that we could drive mm-hmm. down, park the oh car for gosh. the wheelchair to be able to get right. up. And so things have just kind of added up. And one of the things, and and, and she does live on, um, like I said, it was her retirement home, but we talked, it's on Sock Lake and we live on a hill. We live, we live on a hill. And um, so one of the things that we had talked about, because um, we had a neighbor who has, who has flat, um, a flat acre and he allowed us and, and he, bless him. Uh, allows us to go but we have to load her in the car we have to drive her down to get onto the lake for her to do a pontoon and her pontoon like rides like like it's funny she doesn't swim she doesn't like she doesn't know how to swim <laughs> well, but she loves the water you know yeah. you love and that that was her goal was is retirement you know to be out and just be able to enjoy pontoon rides and this and that and she's been on two pontoon rides in the last three years because we have we can't get her Well, we can't, we have to have access. You have to be able to get the wheelchair and you have to be able, and we can do it, but you have to, like I said, load her in the car and this and that. So, so we're kind of, we, like I said, we've been doing, we've been doing fine. You know, we've been doing fine and and we're just kind of talking. Well, now we kind of know what we had. I said, year one was treatment, right? Get better, survive this, kick it, right? Year two, work on therapy, you know, work yeah. on trying to get what you can back, what best you can do. 
And now we're working on year three. We kind of know where we're at. We know what we're going to need, you know, this or that. So that's where the improvements are coming in this year. And like I said, we we were talking, um, we had, we had a gentleman that was going to build kind of a lift for her on the, in the hillside lift. And, um, so that she can enjoy and she's been looking forward to it forever. Yes. And, um, his dad actually, so he, he was, like I said, he's going to make it, but his dad ended up having a stroke oh, no. this winter. And cause it, we actually had it going in works from last year already. And we had, we had money saved up and this and that. Um, and he, all of a sudden his dad has a stroke and he has to leave for the winter to go take care of him mm-hmm. in Florida. And so we, I just told my husband, I said, I can't prolong this anymore. You know, like we need, so I, I called some companies and we are looking into doing this hillside lift for her to be able to take the wheelchair down, get her, she can go whenever my you want to. My grandpa had one of those because he was wheelchair bound. But those yes. cannot be cheap. No, they're not. They are not. And <laughs> to get a safe one. Right. And that's just it. And actually this is considered, um, we're, we're contacted the companies out of Perm. And they go all over the United States. Um, and that was the biggest thing. Like, like we ha- it's actually considered an elevator. And so we have to have state inspections and we have to have yep. this and that. But I mean, this mm-hmm. is, it's the thought, pro- like I said, that it's safety and, you know, that's mm-hmm. something you don't want to break. Well, you know, goes right. off into the lake right. in the wheelchair. It's right. like, so they, they are, they're extremely expensive. And so, um, but we told her on her birthday, which, like I said, was February 28th. We, you know, I, I'd crunched some numbers and this and that to see if we could possibly do it. And it was tight for us to do it. But to her, to us, it's it's priceless, right? Right. right. Because yeah. that's what she worked her whole life for. She took care of other people. That was the goal was to retire, go to the lake, relax. We haven't got to, the, you know, she hasn't been able to do that. And so, um, and then they said just by word of mouth, you know, talking to people or whatever. It got back to the Little Sock Legion. They contacted us um, and said, hey, we heard about your situation. Would you like to, we'd like to do this benefit for you. And we were very humbled. We're very thankful. We're like, sure, you know, and, and we've ne- we haven't never done a benefit for her or this or that. So, um they do but, so much for the community, yeah. that Little Sock Legion. That's so they they're really always do. doing so many things they to really... help various organizations. Or like they said, if they hear about, you know, a family who had storm damage or, you know, yeah. had a fire or in this case, a medical thing yep. that is, you know, something it, that it, they can help with. Really. It's they, amazing. They really do. They do a good job. And that's one of the things too that mentioned too is that, you know, like the day of the benefit, you know, it that was their, it's their yearly pancake thing. And they're going to give us the donations from it. So it's like wow. money. Yeah. 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 And it's like, we're, we're so thankful for it. Um, And so they said too, and, and put it out there or whatever, but the auxiliary is going to be there selling their own raffle tickets and their bake sales. So I please hope that you support them also. If you yeah. can, if you can afford, you know, yes. because- they are they are wonderful. They have been absolutely wonderful, and like I said, they're they're taking their like this was supposed to be their money to help. Well, let's help them too. You know, yep, like if, if you can if you can do it, please help. Like I said, the Little Sock Auxiliary has been 
been awesome. I love that. Okay, so also, though, besides the pancake dinner, there's a silent auction going on. And there was a little bit of like, okay, how are we going to fit all this? Because... Like you and I were talking, Nicole. Lori has touched so many people. Yeah. As soon as people heard about this, and I'm sure Nicole can speak better than I can, but I've seen some of the interaction online. People are just like, "Yep, anything for Lori." Yep. This is so yep. awesome. It's 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 amazing. Like I said, she has taken care of so. Like I've people have called me that like I have not talked to you in years, and they're like they they tell me the story, and and it really it's, it's usually relatives. Like I just had a gentleman call me the other day. He's like, "Oh my gosh," he's like. I love your mom. Your mom Aww. took care of my dad. And he's like, I just want to pay it forward. And please, you know, it's like, we can't make the benefit, but what can we do, you know? And um, like you said, so we're doing this silent auction, but it's really, it's really turned into a silent raffle because we don't have the space for everybody to kind of, so that, that way anybody can donate and get a chance to win yeah. some of these great prizes, you know, and, and donations that we, that we've been given. And um, like I said, everybody has been so wonderful. So I think we're up to, like I said, I, I numbered them. They're like technically at like 52, but a lot of them have eight. So like we're over 60 different wow. donations that wow. you can you can put, you know. And the thing about it, we're, it's a little bit different, but you can buy these tickets from us. Um, and then you can put it in wherever you want. So example tickets or we got twins tickets or the concert tickets or whatever if you want to put if you want to buy a hundred tickets and you want to put all hundred tickets for your best chance to mm-hmm. do that oh, I love go that. for it Break you it know put it in the one you want yep yeah the ones you want yeah you don't have to you can do whatever you want this so, so however awesome. you split it up well we're talking to nicole the daughter of Lori quistorf uh who was who retired and then was diagnosed with a brain tumor and brain cancer just days after that. And so she is having a benefit for Lori. It's on Sunday, April 23rd at Little Sock Legion. That's in Long Prairie. It's from 4 until 8 p.m. It's a free will donation, silent auction, a pancake supper. You called it a brinner, Amy? That's what we call it at home. (laughs) So this is the Little Sock (laughs) Legions. I love that. It's their pancake supper. Lori is so beloved. I can only imagine to go from having this insane diagnosis, fighting for it, um, all during COVID. Now she's getting her mobility back. She has given to her community, touched thousands of people's lives um, over being a nurse and everything. And now um, let's just give her the retirement that she really deserves she's getting stronger every day thank you nicole for for sharing this i can just feel the love that you have for your mom we have made it through but it does take a community to support so please come out that is sunday april 23rd at the little sock legion from four until eight we will have the details on our website at kickcountry.com otherwise nicole what are other ways that people can support your mom so we do have um at the Magnify Financial Banks, we do have a benefit um, set up there. So if you can't make it and you'd like to drop off a donation, so any of the branches, wherever they're at, you're more than welcome to. And just, just mention Lori Quistorf Benefit, um, and they will put it in there for us. Um, like I said, you know, besides everything that everyone's just been so wonderful and doing for us, you know, um, if you the thing about that raffle is you do not need present to win. So you can contact us, you can contact, and then we can fill out the tickets for you and put oh, them that's nice. in. That's awesome. And you, like I said, do not need to be present to win. That's the big thing. So, mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, so it, it you know, but that that's really it. We're just so th- anything is is awesome. Like I said, we're just so overwhelmed and 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 appreciative and you know, my husband hasn't been with, you know, we've been together, but he's just amazed at how many people have reached out, you know, so cuz he he wasn't here for the whole the, the beginning part, you know, the yep. the, the 30 years that you know first years but she <laughs> he saw how hard she worked like she she carried she did her main job and then she'd do home care she'd three year you know three different home cares she'd work for like i said she'd work anywhere up i-94 you know she's been here to alexandria like i said did a lot in sock center melrose albany you know you said she, the va too the va is where she retired from yeah she retired from the va and that's um, a constant, I mean, those are just absolute angels. Yeah. Absolute angels. I, my dad goes down once a week now, and I just, yep. God bless all of them down and there. And she was, and beyond, I mean, there's thousands of good nurses in there, but oh, yeah. she was excellent. She really was. I mean, you hear that from everybody. That's why all the stories coming in. It is so great to hear the stories. Because yeah. like I said, the last three years were engulfed by this. You know, and so it's so nice to reminisce and, and, and for her. And she remembers stories, you know, like even when we called Magnify Financial, the, the lady that had answered, she goes, I know your mom. And well, my, <laughs> my mom took care of her daughter. Yep. Wow. I believe it was her daughter or son. I remember. But but yeah, it was just but it's just like everybody I talked to. Oh, I got to, you know, oh, I love it. Oh, Lori. And it's well, she like, put yeah. so much good out into the universe. It's just right that it's coming back to her and i love that you said pay it forward so this is the pay it forward podcast so please if it's in your heart this is somebody who has dedicated her life to serving others was hit by a devastating disease and cancer fought through it with her incredible family we're talking to her daughter nicole so please if you can support um just just do it i think it's great we have to show gratitude and compassion for the people who are making lives better. And it sounds like Lori Quistorf is an absolute angel on earth. So thank you so much, Nicole, for being with us. Thank you, guys. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll have this on our Facebook page, too, if you want to find, like, details. 100%. It is Sunday, April 23rd at Little Sock Legion from 4 until 8. Otherwise, how can they contact to make donations, Nicole? So they can, if, if uh, they can contact myself, um, which you have the number, which we'll have, you'll have on the... Um, flyer my numbers on the flyer um otherwise you can we're using venmo so if you want to use venmo um to buy tickets like i said um yeah those are the the, the, mm-hmm. the main things there's just like i said venmo if you can't make it otherwise donations at any of the magnifying financial so awesome thank you nicole that's, thank you that's another pay it for podcast brought to you by glenwood state bank just doing things doing our part to make the world a better place